Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven, the number two, savelives.org. One more hour, week number eight of high school football. Plenty of games to talk about. Also, a reminder, join Paul Condry and me on Sunday for the pairing show. Right now, though, he's got a lot of scores. He's got, he's got a lot of important scores. He's the star of our show. It's Network Indiana's James Adams. Final hour of the show. Let's take a quick look at some college football tomorrow. Purdue is in Iowa. They will be taking on the Iowa Hawkeyes at 3.30 p.m. And Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish, they're in Louisville. They'll be taking on the undefeated Cardinals. That game set for a 7.30 kickoff. One team we won't see in action tomorrow, the Indiana Hoosiers, and perhaps that's for, perhaps that's for the best. They introduced their new offensive coordinator this week, Rod Carey. Here's Coach Carey talking about taking the offensive coordinator job. I'm excited about it. Obviously, the way it happened, uh, you're never excited about that. I've been in Tom's shoes before. Those are hard choices, and I have a lot of sympathy for the choice that he had to make, and then obviously for Coach Bell. You know, I think the world of Coach Bell, um, I got the opportunity to work as quality control this year on that side of the ball, obviously before this change, and, you know, developed a relationship with him. So those, those the personal side of this is hard. Um, the business side is real. I think we all get it. We just ain't been good enough, guys, on offense. It's my charge to get us better. I wouldn't have taken it if I didn't think I could. So that's going to be the mindset. And here's Coach Carey talking about his offensive philosophy for the Hoosiers. I'm just going to tell you, I have a real easy philosophy on offense. If you ask me, what do you like on offense? I say, what works? That's really what it is. What works? Misdirection, running, throwing, controlling the ball, controlling the game. I believe that offenses control games and defenses play really well when an offense can control a game. It doesn't always go like that for everybody all the time. That's just not how it goes. But Coach Allen and I are, are I mean, I follow his lead. And we've talked a lot about this and in our course and from my time being a head coach, that that's the belief is that if, if we can control the game, you obviously have to score points, but you got to control the game. Your defense is going to play great, and you're going to get a lot of opportunities on offense. So, yes to all of the above for you, okay? Misdirection, running, throwing, yes. I like what works, and that's what we're in the middle of trying to figure out. Colts Titans set for a 1 p.m. kickoff from Lucas Oil Stadium on Sunday. No word yet on if we'll see Jonathan Taylor making his grand return to the Colts. Rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson spoke about his potential with Jonathan Taylor. I know he's a great player. You know, I know I can do uh, some things pretty well. Just trying to combine those two things. I can only imagine what it's like, but we won't, uh, we won't see until it actually happens. So, you know, we'll see, and I'm excited. <laughs> Diving back into high school football scores, Ben Davis and Lawrence Central. Ben Davis gets a close victory over Lawrence Central, 26-23, the final in that one. Bloomington North over Columbus North, another three-point game. Bloomington gets the 38-35 victory. Meanwhile, Bloomington South and against Brebuff Jesuit, Bloomington South gets the 51-26 win. Boonville over Washington, a big win here. Boonville gets the 45-6 victory. Brownsburg over over Noblesville, 27-22, the final score in that one. Heritage, Southern Wells. Heritage wins 61-7. Greenfield Central against Delta. Greenfield Central gets the win, 28-9. Greencastle against Owen Valley. Greencastle wins 35-15. 15. Lapel against Jay County. Lapel 28. Jay County 7. Lebanon versus Southmont. 
41 to 28, the final score in that one in favor of Lebanon. Leo against Columbia City. Leo gets the 51 to 7 win. Lewis Cass over Manchester, 38 to 7 in that one. McConaughey against Wabash. McConaughey wins 55 to 13. Milan against South Decatur. Milan 49, South Decatur 7. Mishawaka. 31, Concord, 7, Monroe Central, 45, Irvington Prep Academy, nothing. Monrovia, they win 42-35 over Cascade. And New Pal, they beat Newcastle 35-7. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm James Adams. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. High school football tonight. Fort Wayne Snyder, 20, excuse me, 33-14 winners over Bishop Dwinger. Kurt Tippmann, the head coach of Snyder, who is ranked number two in the 5A poll. Coach, thanks so much for the call. Congratulations on a big win over a big rival tonight. Yeah, it is a big rival. That's one of the the red-letter games you put you know, you that on the schedule. <laughs> Snyder and Bishop Blair, yeah. that's always going to yeah. be a battle. It's always going to be a battle. That's one that's that certainly the case yeah, that, tonight, yeah. yeah. That's a circled game on the schedule, and a few more people show up for that game, don't they? They sure do, and that's one that everybody gets excited about, and, you know, it's still uh, a classic game. Well, your guys played well on both sides, it looks like. We started off a little slow, um, but, uh, um, you know, turned it on and offensively moved the ball really well, just didn't punch it in. Had an opportunity to punch it in a couple more times than what we did. And, you know, we got to work on some red zone stuff. But defensively played very well and uh, had some key turnovers and, you know, um, you know, played well defensively. And, uh, you know, when to hold a Bishop Winger team to 13 points, um, you know, we were pretty productive. You got this week, obviously, week eight and then nine, number nine next week to wrap up the regular season. So how would you assess your team and where you think they need to be heading into the tournament? Well, we've we've been battle-tested for sure, um, both our non-conference schedule and, you know, our SAT right. conferences. Um, you know, every week there's talented players, talented coaches, um, and you get challenged in different ways. So we feel like we're battle-tested, and we know through the course of those eight games, you know, we get our weaknesses exposed, and I think we know our strengths. And I think, you know, in 5A, we get that bye week, and our focus has mm-hmm. always been during that to really focus on those weaknesses and those things that have been identified through the course of a nine-game regular season but we have the benefit of time to work on that during that right. so-called bye week. And, and I think that we're looking forward to that because there's certainly some things we need to, to get better at that we're going to need to make a long tournament run. All right. Who plays well for you tonight in this impressive win over Dwinger? Offensively, our you know, guy that's been, been with us all year, kind of leading the way in the run game, Uriah Buchanan. Um, I haven't seen the stats, but I, he had to be 200-plus. And then our quarterback, Kieran Billingsley, um, really did a good job um, distributing the ball. We threw the ball well. And, uh, you know, he he's, has the ability to make some special plays, you know, with his feet and uh, picked up some key first downs in areas to keep drives alive just by, you know, using his feet. And very heady, very uh, – uh, kind of just gets the ball where it needs to go and keeps our offense running. 
So those two guys certainly led us offensively. Big matchup in Fort Wayne tonight. Snyder, number two in 5A, 33-14 winners over Dwinger. Kurt Tipman, thanks for the call. Good luck next week. Thanks, Bob. Uh, that you know that that sounds good. I like that Snyder over Dwyer. That's a good sound. It's <laughs> a good way to end Friday night. I like the way you said that. There, uh, you're welcome. I did so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Good luck next week, Coach. Thanks, Bob. See you. Thank you. Martinsville beats Mooresville tonight, thirty-eight, thirty-five. Big county rival. Martinsville's Brian Duggar joins me. Coach, i got to tell you, my studio producer, Elijah Robertson, is a Martinsville grad, and so he is fired up about this conversation. He wants me to start out with Hunter Stroud's 99-yard uh, uh, return on a kick to start, the, it, to start with tonight. Yeah, Bob, it, it might have been one of the most electric high school plays I think I've ever seen. Uh, the kid, I think he broke seven, eight tackles. Uh, it towed the sideline twice, not just once, twice, did it, cut back to the middle, came back to the sideline again and tiptoed it. Um, I thought he was down at least seven or eight times, and somehow he just kept going. And uh, it was huge for us because uh, Mooresville had started to kind of gain some momentum back. Uh, we jumped on them 26-6 in the first half, and they had kind of chipped it away, and that was just – it was a huge, huge moment in the game for that to happen. Well, it's literally uh, Elijah has been, you know, his trading uh, text with his brother and with his family because they were watching the game and telling him all about that play. And yeah, I was excited listening to him talk about it. So, uh, Coach, I need you to hang on through this uh, this scoreboard update, okay? Because I want to come back yep. and spend a lot more time talking about this ball game. So tonight. Mooresville, Martinsville, it's always a great matchup. 38-35 tonight. Martinsville, the winner in that one. Coming up, our player with hearts. Brought to you by Bex Hybrids at Bex. We are and will remain farmers at heart. More high school football scores coming at you right now. We've got Rensselaer Central over Northwestern. Rensselaer 42, Northwestern 27. Riverton Park against Park Heritage this evening. Riverton Park gets the 21-6 victory. Southwood, they had a tough one against Rochester tonight. Southwood loses by a score of 41 to nothing. South Adams and Woodlawn, they played each other this evening. South Adams gets the 48-20 victory. South Putnam against Heritage Christian. South Putnam 36, Heritage Christian 19. North Central Farmersburg, they had another tough one against South Spencer. South Spencer shuts them out 39 to nothing. Springs Valley, they get the 38-6 victory over Perry Central. Switzerland County, they shut out Southside Homeschool this evening, 62-0, the final score in that one. And Tecumseh, they had a tough night against Tell City, 55-7, the final score in favor of Tell City. Terre Haute South, they beat Southport by a score of 34-0. Tri-Central, they took on Taylor and won this evening, 16-7, the final score in that one in favor of Tri-Central. And Bowman Academy, they got shut out by Tri-County by a score of 62-0, Tri-West. They also get a shutout victory over Crawfordsville, 41-0 in that, in that game. Triton Central, 31, Beach Grove, 6. Vincent's Lincoln against Evansville Memorial. This game, a low-scoring contest. Vincent's Lincoln gets the 6-0 win. 
West Dell against Union County. West Dell 34, Union County 14, and West Lafayette, they beat Twin Lakes by a score of 26-7. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm James Adams. Welcome back. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Prior to the uh, scoreboard update, we were talking with Brian Duggar, the head coach at Martinsville. They beat Mooresville 38-35, electrifying 99-yard kickoff return by Hunter Stroud, one of the keys. All right, Coach, you're talking about yep. great effort that you you had tonight. This is a close ball game, you know, a three-point win. How, how do you win it at the end? Well, uh, we kind of survived it, to be honest with you. Um, we, uh, we, Like I said, we jumped out 26-6. to um, and uh, second half, we we kind of came out flat, and, and some of that's credit to Mooresville too. Uh, the Hogan Denny made it made it a lot of really good plays in, in the second half, and kind of willed them back into the game a little bit. But uh, we just kind of pieced together some plays here and there. Um, Braden Shrake was uh, was our was our workhorse again uh, tonight. He goes uh, he moves into second all time in uh, Martinsville. Uh, history with uh, rushing yards, uh, and he finished tonight with 34 on 34 carries, 219 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, kind of uh, uh, broke away on like a 35 yarder with about a minute 40 left to put us up two scores and kind of put the game out of reach. Big win. So the uh, mid state, catch me up on where we are mid state wise. This is a big night. You got Whiteland beating Plainfield. You guys are the big win. This thing again uh, is is a pretty competitive conference. Yeah, you want to talk about parity? It's uh, there, there's uh, eight teams that can all beat each other in any night, and uh, it, it's been fun. It's been stressful, uh, but it, it's really well coached and some really good players. And it's going to come down to the last week on uh, who wins it. It's uh, we're, we're playing for a trophy again. Obviously, we won the uh, the M trophy tonight. Uh, we'll be right. playing for a trophy next week against Plainfield. Uh, if, you know, both of us have a chance to win it. We're both uh, uh, four and two in conference. I believe uh, Decatur Central and Franklin are both four and two. So uh, they're going to have a shot as well to have a, a, a share of it. So uh, it's going to be interesting last week. And like I said, there's, there's, there, it's just been pure parity across the board. It, it's been a fun year in the mid-state. He's Brian Duggar. He's the football coach at Martinsville. Martinsville beats Mooresville 38-35. Coach, thanks so much. Good luck next week. Hey, appreciate you, Bob, and all you do. Thank you very much. Thanks very much. He is a legend. He's my broadcast partner coming up on Sunday for the pairing show. He is a an inductee into the Indiana Football Hall of Fame, the Indiana Sports Writers and Sports Casters Hall of Fame. And again, he's the guy. The publisher of the Indiana Football Digest, founder and creator of the Region Radio Sports Network, Paul Condry. Hello, Paul. Good evening, Coach. How are you doing tonight? Not as well as you. You had a chance to watch Michigan City throw a shutout at uh, Laporte tonight, 35 nothing. Pretty good effort by Michigan City tonight. Yeah, it was uh, an ugly game. For a Week 8 game, you would have thought when two teams combined for 150 penalties, 50 yards in penalties, and five turnovers that we had just started the season. But in the 45-degree temperatures, uh, it was uh, something that both teams uh, failed to adjust. But Michigan City has just too much talent, too much athleticism. Mm-hmm. They, they won the football game tonight. Uh, Jaden Hart, who's a member of our Indiana Football Digest primetime 25, he was outstanding again tonight, 19 yards 
rushing 100 yards or 19 carries, 100 yards rushing at a couple scores. Quarterback uh, uh, Tyler Bush was outstanding as well, managing the game, 10 of 19 for 178 yards and a touchdown. But it's Michigan City's defense led by Jahari Branch that uh, just really kind of this was the telltale uh, in this football game. And uh, uh, Laporte struggling. They've now, after the season opening win against highly regarded Newbury, uh, they are going into week number nine with uh, seven consecutive losses. Michigan City has uh, won its fifth game tonight, and they're certainly a very respectable under first-year head coach Cody French. And uh, the Battle of Laporte County is always one of the most uh, sought-after uh, mm-hmm. games of the year in this geographical area. It was an ugly one tonight, but win and ugly, uh, that was what it was all about for the Michigan City Wolves tonight. All right, now, you and I, I've been talking about this all night. I think people know if they don't know by now. Uh, I'm not sure what more we can do. We will be bringing everyone the pairing show Sunday night from 6 o'clock until 8 o'clock. I don't even have to ask. I know you are prepared. You and your staff have been working diligently these past few days, ready to go for one of the most tension-filled evenings of the entire year with the pairing show coming up. It will be really, really fun. I think uh, people... Uh, it's going to be uh, faster than a locomotive. I don't know if we're going to be able to leap uh, <laughs> buildings in a single bound, but we'll get through it. We've done it for 17 consecutive years together, Coach, and uh, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's really neat now because of social media because you can see all the the, meet, the watch parties going on. you get to see the kids getting actively involved. But it'll be really, really right. neat. I think there's going to be – uh, an exciting time had by all. I'm excited to be able to to, to be able to contribute again, and uh, we'll we'll be ready to go and try to provide as much information in the short period of time. And you know as well as I do that I could do this show for eight hours. That's how much stuff I bring to the table. <laughs> we've worked diligently on this. And we hope we right. have all the we right. hope we have all the answers for everybody. You might be able to do it for eight hours, but I will tell you, I can't. So, uh, uh, you know, we, we, yeah. we're we not going to have enough time on Sunday to talk about uh, that week nine regular season game. So let's talk about it now. Because, you know, you, you are obviously pointing toward the tournament, but uh, week nine gets can be an interesting matchup depending upon who you play. Uh, obviously, at the time in which you play the game, as you're wrapping up regular season, I would think coaches are really really trying hard to maintain that momentum if they have it right now and impressing upon the kids how important it is to be playing with some momentum well i think a couple things that will be in play here and we'll see this not only tonight but as well as we'll see teams i am sure when the bearings come out we'll find out that you know some teams that may be played tonight may be playing uh, with the same team mm-hmm. that they're playing tonight, mm-hmm. uh, you know, mm-hmm. in, in two weeks. And I think something that Kurt Tippman brought up when he when he was talking to you for the schools in 5A and 6, they're going to use that pivotal, quote-unquote, bye week as a really educational uh, type of the season because once the season gets going on, you really just – you know, you're you're just so limited in what you can do. But now you're going right. to get back to teaching back to some of the fundamentals and just kind of fine-tuning the machine. 
then I think when it's all said and done, uh, the 5A and the 6A teams will really, really, I think they'll come into this uh, this postseason, I think, really in tune. For some of those teams in uh, 1A through 4A, where they've got to get right back after it after week number nine, there's no margin for error. It's just business as usual. Let's hope they can come out and uh, play and make adjustments. But I think the uh, the way the tournament's set up for the, the classes one through four, uh, if those teams can can get hot down the stretch and be, are able to put some wins together, you just never know. Because let's face it, we have seen it in years past. Where uh, a perfect example, I go back to that Northwood team eons ago, where they won was it three games in the regular season. Next thing you know, right, they're right. state champions. And so those kind of stories could happen. I don't think always think it's going to happen, but you just never, never know. That's what makes it special when you're dealing with 16, 17- and 18-year-old kids. All right, drive safely. We're talking tomorrow night. Don't forget to join us for our Saturday night show because Paul does a great job of recapping the big week number eight games around the state and looking at the matchups in week number nine so join us and then please join us on sunday from six until eight on the ihsa champions radio and tv network as we bring you the pairing show for the always important upcoming state football championships paul be safe we'll talk to you tomorrow night thanks coach great to be with you thank you Paul Condry is uh, nothing short of unbelievable. You'll see it and hear it on Sunday night. Short break. We'll come back. Scoreboard update. Talk some more football on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. More high school football scores, starting out with Garen Catholic and Terre Haute North. Garen Catholic, they shut out Terre Haute 42 to nothing. Hamilton Heights, they took on South Bend, Washington this evening. Hamilton Heights gets the big victory 51 to 6. Hamilton Southeastern and Franklin Central. Hamilton Southeastern also wins 19 to 3 in that one. Harrison West Lafayette and Logansport. Harrison. 43 Logansport 7. Heritage Hills, they took on Princeton. They won 55 to 7. Southern Wells, they had a tough one against Heritage, 61 to 7 in favor of Heritage in that one. Fort Wayne Concordia, they were shut out by Homestead by a score of 42 to 7. Indianapolis Addicts, they took on Indianapolis Washington, 48 to 6, the final score in favor of Addicts. Cathedral and Ron Colley. Cathedral shuts out Ron Colley, 42 to nothing. Indianapolis Lutheran, they played Speedway. They got the victory 28 to 9 over Speedway. Cecina and Indianapolis Ritter. Indianapolis Cecina wins 41 28. Jasper, they played Evansville North. Jasper wins 35-21. South Bend Adams, they took on Jimtown. Rough day at the office for South Bend Adams. They lose by a score of 44-6 to Jimtown. Kokomo and Richmond. Kokomo shuts out Richmond 43-0. Lafayette Jeff, their opponent tonight was Marion. Lafayette Jeff wins 43-6. Fairfield, they lose to Lakeland 33-7, the final score in that one. And LaPel, they beat Jay County by a score of 28-7. One more scoreboard update coming at you for Network Indiana Sports. I'm James Adams. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Their website, Driven, the number two, savelives.org. Sign up today. 
help lives in the future. Anyone can sign up. There are no age limits, no health restrictions to sign up to be an organ donor. Every 10 minutes, someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list. And there are more than 1,000 Hoosiers waiting for a life-saving organ transplant. And by signing up to be an organ and tissue donor, you can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. Again, they're very important website, driven, the number two, save lives. Dot org. It's a full day of college football tomorrow, so that means you need to join us tomorrow night on the show as we talk about a great number of these games. The Hoosiers have the weekend off. A new offensive coordinator just named. Um, uh, having coached for 21 years of my life, I don't like to see people lose jobs. Uh, um, I understand. I understand how that feels. I understand what that's about, and so I, I take no great pleasure in in that. Uh, it's hard to do. Um, hard to do as a head coach. Have to make that decision. I get it, but I think um, unfortunately, uh, results have not been very plentiful on the uh, offensive side of the ball. Let's talk to Brendan King. Our man, Brendan King, tonight. What game did you have tonight? I don't even. I don't even know what game was it. Yeah, coach. Our Friday night football game of the week on our flagship, uh, the fan, Brownsburg Noblesville. And let me tell you, coach, from Noblesville tonight, instant classic. It was our best of the year, no doubt. Twenty-seven, twenty-two. Brownsburg holds on and survives, coach. The Bulldogs are eight zero, but boy, Noblesville. I'll tell you what, they played probably their most competitive game of the year, just came up short, but we saw a terrific one. Well, it, you you must have, because this is a Brownsburg team that a lot of people think are capable, including me, capable of winning the state championship. It's a Noblesville team that uh, has played well at times and has struggled at other times. I think that's accurate, don't you? I think that's fair. And, you know, Noblesville, they had not won for a couple weeks, Coach. And, of course, their attack, Dave Sharp, they run the ball and they'll do it all day and all night till the cows come home. I mean, they have only thrown it 70 times all year, Coach, heading into this game. That's 10 times a game. So you knew exactly what they were going to bring. But, Coach, I'll tell you what, working with Jim Leisure uh, on the fan, Noblesville runs a T-bone offense. I mean, it looks like the 1940 Chicago Bears. And it's old school. <laughs> Nobody else does it. It's unique. It's tough to defend. And I thought Jim made a great point on the air in that Brownsburg, their scout team can do as good of a job as they can to prepare the Bulldogs for Noblesville. But you, you don't know an offense right. like that until you actually see right. it and, and what that offense brings. So uh, first four drives of the game, Coach, were all touchdowns to a side. And the first quarter ended in, in 22 minutes because they just ran the ball the entire time <laughs> on a windy and cool night. So it was the fastest right. first quarter ever. Right. There were there were four touchdowns, and uh, again, it was awesome down the stretch. Well, you know, you applaud Noblesville for hanging in against uh, an extremely talented Brownsburg team. Skilled players are skilled. 
uh, ranked as highly as they are for a reason. So you got a ball game, and you know what? I think the idea, the the, the way they play, shortens the game. It's kind of like basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? They kind of take the air out of it. They shorten it, and so you know, and, and to play close, to and, and to make you have to make plays, and they force everybody into having to make plays uh, at the end. I mean, that's the mo. And I like the idea of being in control. That's that's a great game plan. Almost worked tonight. There's no question about it. And, Coach, I do have to say the ingredients for a Noblesville win were there from the start because Noblesville doesn't throw it. I mean, it was a 25-mile-an-hour wind night. Uh, it was chilly. Right. It started raining at one point. All those ingredients favor Noblesville. Now, be it Brownsburg, they have one of the best running backs in the state, Garrett Sherrill. Three scores tonight, that gives him 21 touchdowns on the year. I mean, he's going to contend for Mr. Football, no question. But, Coach, I mean, Noblesville had a chance at the end. Brownsburg fumbled at the three-yard line, Mm. looking Mm. to score with a minute left. And Noblesville took the ball, Coach, got it to the 50, which is difficult to do. It's difficult to do. Uh, Noblesville had three shots on Hail Mary's. And they just came up short, just were unable to get it done. So, listen, Coach, I could very well be calling you right now about a Noblesville win if one of those throws goes their way. But they were throwing into the wind, and it made it really tough. I think you look at it, too, uh, and it's it's all philosophical in terms of coaching football. And I understand – uh, there are a lot of teams that like to spread the field, throw the ball around the yard, as they like to say. But when you're in Indiana and you're going to be playing for a championship in November, you know you've got to right. we got to literally weather the elements. Uh, and, and there are a lot of people who, you know, have great success running the football and literally going old school, and it especially pays off this time of year and even later. And and it's a philosophical decision. Some coaches do it, some don't. I, I don't. I don't argue that. I understand. You got to come up with your own philosophy, but I fully understand why you do it. Get used to it, right? I mean, if you're going to be playing like you said in the late October or November, you better learn how to run the ball efficiently. And right. I'll tell you what, Coach, right. I, I would not want to be somebody playing this Noblesville team. Nobody runs the T-bone offense. Nobody runs that kind of look. It's impossible to scout them. It's impossible to practice for them until you see it. But at the same time, Brownsburg's 8-0. No. Uh, they're the top team in 6A. And there's a massive game for them next week against HSC. That's going to be for a conference championship. And, right. Coach, if there's one thing the Bulldogs proved tonight on the road in Noblesville, it's that they can win ugly, be it, uh, their life kind of flashed before their eyes, but they got the ugly win. And I think that can, you know, as a former coach, that could teach you a whole lot about your locker room. Yeah, as a former coach, I, I, I never, ever used the term ugly win because I, I know how hard it is to win. <laughs> so they're all pretty. I will guarantee you, you know, I understand you may not. I, I know why people say it, and I fully understand right. it. But I tell you right now, uh, going out and, and winning at whatever level, whatever sport, try it. If you think it's easy, get your own team and try it. And then tell me how easy it was for you. And then once you win, then you never win by enough. You're, you're, people are going to criticize you no matter what you do, whether you didn't win enough, you didn't you didn't win by enough points, you didn't play enough, all all those kinds of things. So happy I do radio. All right. So you had a good time. You, know, you had a great game. What a fun gig for you tonight. 
Uh, Coach, I'm telling you, game of the year. Uh, that was awesome. Again, there were four touchdowns in the first quarter, and there were only four drives. So you got plenty of scoring at the start. Uh, you got some great defense down the stretch. And, and again, I, I would not want to play Noblesville in the tournament uh, because that's impossible to scout for again. So, But I think all, all eyes next week, Coach, are going to be at Brownsburg, uh, HSC. That is just a massive game, and we're going to have that game on the fan. So that's going to be fun to watch. Wow. Did you put that schedule together? With some help. With some help. <laughs> you got you got to credit the, you got to credit some help, huh? Well, yeah, but I'm just telling you what that's a that's a great schedule. I'm glad we're doing that kind of game. I think it's fun yeah. for you. You know, you might just get out of this baseball gig and go all in on football. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready to sign up for that yet, but I'm enjoying oh, it while oh, last, Coach. I just thought I'd try. <laughs> yeah, just, may, just maybe thought. next week. Maybe next week. So you you have the big matchup Brownsburg and HSC uh, next it, week. It, so yeah, Eddie Garrison, coach, is actually going to have the call of that. I got one of okay. my best friends' weddings next week down in Charlotte. Right. So uh, big call for Eddie. Uh, I'm excited for him. Where's the game? It will be at Brownsburg next Friday, coach. You know, growing up in Plainfield, it is difficult for me to root for Brownsburg and Danville and Avon and Moores. I'm just, you know, rolling through them. Those are <laughs> it's ingrained in in my brain to those are rivals. You got time to hang on, talk a little more ball. You back coach. Brendan King and I'll come back after the scoreboard update on Indiana Sports. Final scoreboard update of the evening. Starting off with Carmel against Warren Central, a close one in that game. Carmel wins 17 to 14 over Warren Central. Castle, they shut out Evansville Central by a score of 56 to nothing. Center Grove, they beat Lawrence North 43-23. Centerville, they get the shutout victory over Union City 53 to nothing. Columbus East against Jeffersonville this evening. Columbus gets the 25-7 win. DeKalb, they beat Belmont 38-14. Delphi, they beat Clinton Central 48-6. East Noble against New Haven 31-21. Final score on that one. East Noble picks up the victory. Eastbrook against Madison Grant 22-8. Eastbrook gets the win. Eastern Hancock against Shenandoah. Eastern Hancock's 26, Shenandoah 14, while Eastside against Central Noble. Eastside wins 43-7. Evansville Harrison, they had a tough day against Evansville Matter Day. Evansville Matter Day wins 43-20. Forest Park against Pike Central, 48-13, the final score in favor of Forest Park. Fort Wayne Snyder against Fort Wayne Dwinger. 33-13 33-13 in favor of Snyder. Fort Wayne, Wayne against Fort Wayne North. 18-12 in favor of Fort Wayne, Wayne. Fountain Central against North Vermilion. 34-28 in favor of Fountain Central. Franklin, they beat Greenwood 35-21. Gary West against Hammond Knoll. Gary West 68, Hammond Knoll 8. Greencastle 35, Owen Valley 15. That will do it for me tonight for Network Indiana Sports. I'm James Adams. Coach, take us home. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk, the legendary Indiana Sports Talk. 30 years on the air. We're glad you've been able to spend some time with us. Don't forget to join Paul Condry and me Sunday. Sunday night, 6 to 8 for the pairing show. 
It's going to be a lot of fun. Brendan King rejoins me. He had the Brownsburg win over Noblesville tonight. Brendan King in tomorrow night. Scoreboard update anchor. Is that right? I'm lucky enough to be the scoreboard guy for you, Coach, tomorrow. So I'm excited. Watch oh, a little no, Notre no. Dame football. Uh, yeah, watch a little Notre Dame football. Uh, get ready for the pairing show. We're the ones who are lucky to have you. So your Irish are are ready playing Louisville t- tomorrow on the road at Louisville. Is that correct? They're down in Louisville. No rest for the weary, Coach. I mean, it is the the stretch Yikes. of this three weeks is just. I mean, I, I can't even describe it. What the effect that it's having, probably even more mentally than physically on these guys. I mean, just grueling practices, and you face another top twenty-five opponent. I mean, you know what Jeff Brom brings to the table after all this time at yeah. Purdue. So, yeah. whatever Marcus Freeman is saying to get the guys ready. I mean, to me, this is a must-win. I think you got to come out of Ohio State, Duke, and. Louisville with a record of two and one. And, you know, that's not the Notre Dame fan in me. That's just talking if you have a shot at the college football playoff, of course. So, um, you know, you, you, you got to come out of here with a win, and it's not going to be easy to do. I, mean, I know Louisville's going to be ready, and that place is going to be bumping. The place will be jam-packed. It'll be out of control. Uh, the athletic administrator in me wonders why in the world I would have put my team in Louisville uh, playing a, you know, playing at this particular, I mean, it's astonishing to me that a team of North, yeah. uh, Notre Dame's caliber would take that game. But what do I know? Uh, um, yeah, I'm with the, you, and especially the circumstances, especially the circumstances with what, what you've already done over the last two weeks and what's still coming up. I mean, Coach, listen, you still got Clemson, you still got USC after this, so the schedule just grueling. Yeah, it is. And, and again, um, you're, you're one of the most recognizable, one of the most renowned programs in the history of the sport. Um, you don't have to play. You don't, you don't have to do it that way. <laughs> Others do. You don't. <laughs> There's no way you have to. Right. But be that, I mean, I, I don't mean to be critical. Um, I'm just asking questions. Um, but it, that's, a, that's a brutal stretch without question. Uh, thank goodness for IU fans. They have the day off. Uh, and um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, seriously, they need, they, they, they've got a lot going on. Brand new offensive coordinator. Uh, it's a team that's reeling. It's a team that's struggling, clearly. Uh, not just offensively, but it's a, a team that's having trouble finding their way. And um, they are, you know, they've got a lot of football to play. And then I think it gives everybody a chance, and players especially, step away for a while, take some time, get yourselves healed mentally and physically, and really start try to ramp it up in these final few games. Well, Coach, I know Rod Carey has been a head coach at Northern Illinois. I know he's been a head coach at Temple. But, man, right? the pressure he has been under for now – a full calendar year. I mean, the guy has had three different positions in under a calendar year, quality control, offensive line, offensive coordinator. And, you know, imagine uh, your first opportunity to make an impression in your new gig. You have to do it in the big house and you could probably not (laughs) be able to hear yourself think, man. So uh, thankfully, probably I'm speaking for them. uh, Thankfully, you probably have uh, an extra week just to get yourself mentally prepared uh, for what that's going to be like, because I believe the game is still to be determined on start time. So it might be flexed to prime time as well. Yeah, but you know what? Having, I mean, I coach a different sport and different level and all that. 
This is what you dream of, being in the big time. Oh, yeah. Playing that kind of game. You know, and so you, you, in your mind, you, you've spent your entire career preparing for these kinds of moments. And, and now, win, lose, or draw, you're going to go out there and play on the biggest stage uh, in the country in one of the toughest places to play. So, yeah, you got to have some fun. All right, hang on. we got a short break. Okay, come back. Brenda King and I will come back and talk more ball. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk. High school football tonight. Crown Point, 21-7 winners over Chesterton. With me, Chesterton's Mark Peterson. Coach, kids played a tough, tough team tonight, but played well, acquitted themselves quite well. I appreciate you calling me. Yeah, absolutely, Bob. It's been a minute since we've had a chance to talk, and I just wanted to touch base and, and uh, you know, just talk about my, my, my team, my kids, and, and uh, how proud I was of their performance tonight. Uh, Coach Mazia's got, uh, you know, Crown Point playing well and with no Ehrlich there at quarterback. Right. And and the Clark boys uh, there, specifically Will, on, on defense. Uh, they did some nice things, too, but uh, I was really proud of our guys. It was 7-7 going into uh, middle of the third quarter and came out and scored to tie it up at 7-7 in the middle of the third. And then uh, and then they, they kind of ground it and pounded a little bit to, to, to take the lead there and, and turn it into a 21-7 loss. We ended up... Uh, losing it on downs, going in for a score late, uh, right there at the end of the game. But uh, certainly proud of my guys, and excited about the uh, getting started here for the playoffs. Uh, Crown Points doing a great job, and they got some great players. So, uh, hats off to them on the win tonight. Well, you know what, you guys have played some really, really good teams. Your your schedule is not an easy one by any any stretch, and you, you've been in most of these games. And you know you got yeah. Maryville next week uh, as you wrap it up. But you know uh, maybe sure. you can take from this game and uh, use that as a momentum builder as you head into that last week and into the tournament. Yeah, totally. We we were without four full time starters uh, uh, tonight on mm. defense. And, uh, you know, we lost our quarterback in week three. And so we've had some kids really stepping up. And so you're right. There's a, a lot of great things for us to continue to build on and hope for some guys to get back as we, uh, you know, move into the Merrillville week. And that's a good program as well. Coach Cease is doing a wonderful job. Uh, you know, our schedule is, is definitely uh, solid with uh, Hobart to start and close game. We ended up losing by three, missed some opportunities early and, and uh, certainly want to give them the credit uh, that they won, but uh, at the same time felt like that was one we let slip away. And Warsaw, a real solid 6A team as well that we had uh, right down to the stretch as well. So uh, week in and week out, clearly uh, there's a lot of great conferences in the state, but certainly proud of our guys in the DAC teams across the board in the DAC and, and uh, how well we we compete up here in the north. So uh, really a, a great group of teams, and, and it is. It's great competition week in and week out, but uh, – we're going to take a lot of real positives out of tonight and, and uh, continue to build towards uh, getting some of those younger guys to keep stepping up and get those senior guys to play their best in these last couple of weeks. Chesterton losing to Crown Point tonight, 21-7. Mark Peterson, thanks so much. Good luck to you and your kids. Bob, I really appreciate it and all that you do for uh, Indiana You're High welcome. School football. Thanks so much. Thanks for the kind words. Thank you very much. Thank you. Brendan King. I know you're still there. Thanks for holding. I'm sorry. Uh, thank you so much for the call. And I'll look forward to spending great time with you tomorrow night, okay? Coach, looking forward to it. Let's get a Notre Dame W. 
<laughs> All right. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks so much. Thanks also to James Adams and Elijah Robertson for a great job, as always. Thanks to our great stations that bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. Thanks to all of you. For 30 years, you've made us the most listened-to sports talk show in our state's history. It is the history-making, legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.